Welcome to the House of Rudy. I am happy you are here with me today. Today's guest is Andy Anatomical with Profile Pod TV. Now, I've known Andy for about a year now since I've started my podcast journey, and uh, we've been trying to get each other to come on our shows, so I finally got the time to bring him in, and we went deep. We talked about podcasting. We talked about the things we hate with podcasting, the things we love. We talked about his military experiences and also how the heck military men act, date women and then get married at like 21 so we went deep on all kinds of stuff uh, i hope you guys enjoy the show if you do just make sure you know you comment or like on it if you don't then go on do whatever else you want all right enjoy the show Yeah, bro. It just takes time. Like it takes time to put it all together, and it's at some points it's not easy, dude. It's not easy. Oh no, no, man. It's a uh, you know. It, you ever you ever run into with the podcast like moments where it's like I don't know if I want to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's it, I I think we all go through the same experiences. You know, it's just. Uh, but you know, again, it's it, it's just. How committed are you to the craft? You know, how committed are you to your, if it's a hobby, that's fine. You know, whatever. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, that's the way I see it is like, like I was saying earlier, my my dad used to go out and work on cars. Like, that was his thing, his hobby. I don't have that as a hobby. So this is kind of my thing. Uh -oh. This is what I like to do. I like to do all the setup. I'm the stagehand, the producer, I'm the editor, I'm the host, I'm the everything. And uh, my buddy who, who lets me have this space, like, I'm grateful to him for that. And uh, I just, everything here is mine and I, I try to do my best. It's all Jimmy rig, bro. Like, all of it's like hung together by, uh, <laughs> um, what is it? Zip ties. Uh -huh. And then I just use PVC pipe to just make them a, like, Gave me two more feet um and i added more curtains the curtains cost they get expensive you know for two drapes it's 30 bucks so oh, two four six eight twelve like damn really starts costing up yeah start that starts adding up mm -hmm. starts Where, adding up where'd you get these at bro uh amazon bro <laughs> i love amazon dude what, what else is there now huh? that's it dude amazon is is everything i bought milk on amazon the other day <laughs> Expired milk. <laughs> Expired milk. <laughs> I'm just telling you, bro. You can buy anything on Amazon. Yeah, now, dude. Bro. You could. Who needs a supermarket? You know, who, who needs, needs one? Target now? Who needs? Fuck. Hey, but they capitalized on that pickup, like drive up and pick up stuff. Oh man, dude, everybody does it, that. Bro. Yeah, they'll come in the trunk. They're efficient. <laughs> they'll come in the trunk. Dog, and lay everything in there. Your bread, your salami, whatever you're buying at the store, dude. But, like, I don't understand people that's, like, do you go to Vaughn's or Albertson's? No, you know what? I do go to Albertson's. There's an yeah. Albertson's near my house, yeah. I like going to Albertson's for flowers. Flowers? <laughs> flowers, bro. If I ever need to get flowers, yeah. Albertson's the place. Because they're fresh. Oh, really? But it's kind of bougie in there. In the flower section? No, just in <laughs> Albertson's alone. <laughs> 
Albert's well, is kind of bougie. It is, man. It is. You ever I been know. in the Whole Foods? Whole Foods, yeah, man. Whole Foods, uh, it's but it's mainly Costco and Albertsons nowadays, bro. What about yeah. Stater Brothers? I grew up in the IE, man. There's a lot of Stater Brothers out there, bro. Are there? Oh yeah, because it it originated in uh, I believe San Bernardino or Colton. Really? Yeah, yeah. Stater Brothers, and it's it expanded west. You know, so they're all over the IE. I grew up around Stater, and there's, there's I grew up there. near one. What's that? I grew up near one. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're, they're right here in uh, Mulberry and Mills and Whittier, man, and. Yeah, I I don't shop there though. Like my parents shop there. It's kind of like an older spot. Yeah. In Whittier. <laughs> yeah, the older folks like to go in there. <laughs> but Costco's tight, man. Costco's Co- cool. Costco's a whole experience. And shit, <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how sad my, our lives have become, bro. I fucking yeah. love Costco. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. No, I, of course. You know, I, I like love Home Depot Costco. though. What's that? Home Depot's tight, man. Oh, yeah, bro. Home Depot. I like walking through there. And sometimes I'm not even looking for anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just be in Home Depot walking around. <laughs> exactly, bro. <laughs> Smelling paint. Dude. I just walk around because I'm broke, so I can't even... <laughs> I just enjoy all the sights and shit, you know? I, I go in there, it's the magic. Yes, you know. Yeah, it's a, what a great story. What a fun story. You yeah. know, another one I, I used to like going into is... Uh, um gosh uh, uh my goodness was it like a, a big grocery blue store? and yellow uh walmart no no <laughs> <laughs> hey walmart's not bad actually. walmart's uh, tight dude. gosh darn it it was best buy oh best buy's real cool man right i used to love best yeah, buy circuit city bro circuit remember city. circuit city <laughs> and i used to just go in there for like again nothing man i just roam i guess right yeah. But yeah, Best Buy is tight, man. You've been to Fry's Electronics? Fry's, yeah. Fry's here, is uh, cool, man. I like Fry's. They're all closing, though. I, I think they're going under, bro. This, uh, Yeah, this COVID stuff is just... It's ruthless. It's man. taking a lot of people under, bro. That's sad, man. It's, uh, I know. I know it's unfortunate. Man. I, but to be honest, I started the podcast during COVID. Uh, you know, a lot of people... Uh, started yeah. so much you know small businesses podcasts side hustles whatever yeah you know? bro everything it's crazy everything and uh yeah i took off from there like i loved it i loved it once i started it i knew this is what i want to do i got my nine to five you know i got my daughters but this is my hobby bro i enjoy doing it it's fun it's it's different it's and it's mine like right. that's the cool thing like it's mine Nobody's going to tell me what kind of content I could put on here. Nobody's going to tell me anything. And, and I, I run it a lot better. Like you were asking me, you know, since I separated uh, the Everyday Guy podcast and, and the House of Rudy, like I wanted them to be two completely different things. Um, I wanted to get away from like, if you look at the clutter I had, I had posters everywhere like you couldn't even see the red in the background <laughs> it but it was like a cluster a clutter in my mind too like that's how my mind was oh wow so this now that everything's kind of ironed out a little more cleaner professional nicer smells better in here like <laughs> i want it to be a representation of how i feel like i feel cleaner i feel <laughs> neater i feel represented like i feel I'm putting the work in. So like, I hate saying this is kind of my side hustle because it sounds like I'm not putting effort in. Mm-hmm. So well, this is like a main hustle, but one of a few. There you go. 
you know oh, it's man. definitely not the most important because my girls my family comes first you know and then and then you know the work podcast and then life bro of course of course how do you find a balance yeah it's it's uh like you know like we were like you said man we were talking outside and yeah you got to find that you got to you got to start communicating you know communication is huge man scheduling you know when you have a family when you have kids you know you got to take them into consideration yeah. they got a whole nother world you know what i'm saying like you know that but you know what i do rudy is uh, i record at 9 p.m in the evenings because you know that that's my <laughs> yeah exactly because i record in my house and there's no way in in hell that i'm going to record a podcast with my two-year-old <laughs> running around and it's just that's not going to happen, right? Andy, so, dude, it, you can ask all the guests I've had on what time I recorded with them. It's always at nine. Oh, really, dude? That's so funny. <laughs> I don't do it like this is the first time I'm doing a day podcast. Oh shit! Yeah, and, and I don't mind it. Like Sundays are cool because I can coordinate with the dude that runs a, his eBay business. Um, you know, and he doesn't work Sundays often, so it's nice, but. Yeah, dude, I shoot at nine too. That's funny, man. Yeah, yeah, because that, you know, there's no there's no distractions. Everything, everyone's asleep. The kids are asleep. Their day's over. Yeah. Now I can focus. I don't have to worry about you know. So my logistics buddy, come into play a lot. Heck yeah, dude. My buddy, my buddy JB, JB. I know you're gonna be watching this. Uh, JB always had a good quote when he'd say, uh, "My responsibilities are asleep." So I can do what I need to. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what we do. We got to put our responsibilities to sleep, take care of work. Don't let the podcast interfere with certain things. You just keep moving forward. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I was, I was watching your last uh, episode with uh, Rudy Moreno. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was interesting, man. Uh, Good kid. I didn't get to watch it uh, completely, but uh, in its entirety. Uh, but yeah, it was, that was uh, interesting, interesting uh, stuff. Going. You were talking about, um, yeah, I mean, just there's people, uh, something about something to the effect of there's people filming themselves, uh, like killing, like doing committing murders or something. Oh, like yeah, dude. Yeah, I was telling him, um, I'm that's so funny you picked up on that because, dude, I, I saw a video of uh, some lady came out and she they were talking about like snow plowing their yards or whatever, and this dude comes out from across the street, they're arguing, whatever. The husband and wife are out there. They're telling this guy that I I can't tell his ethnicity. They're covered up. They're bundled up because it's snowing. And he goes to his house, comes back with like an assault rifle, bro. I, I don't know guns. I'm uh -huh. stupid when it comes to guns, but it looked like an assault rifle to me. It could do some damage. Yeah, it was doing something. And the reason I say that is because when he shot it, you could see like, pop, 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 pop. like it, it was automatic. And Holy he shit. killed the lady or the husband, I think. Just boom, boom, boom. And then or I think the lady, no, the wife, she's laying there. She's trying to get up and she's just messed up. And he comes up, pop, 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 oh shoots her in the head. He's going on Facebook, bro. Facebook? On Facebook. Jeez. And then I'm watching another episode of like some stupid show. And they, oh, you can always move it, dude. You can always move it. Oh, move oh, it shit. wherever you feel comfortable, bro. Oh, okay. Um, I'm watching one, another uh, some episode on a show on on Facebook, and they they bleep out the f word. So I go from one video, bro, of a dude literally murdering a lady, 
to another video where they just blurb out the F word because that's too offensive. Holy shit, man. Censorship yeah. is a two-headed sword that can kill everyone in its path. Oh, yeah. yeah Censorship no can ruin people's lives, bro. Like, I, I know you were telling me you're, you're with, um, forgive me if I get it wrong, Nostra. Oh, Social Nostra, yeah. Social Nostra. I'm terrible with Spanish and trying to pronounce Spanish words. <laughs> I can barely say my own name. <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. But like being with them, you have like the comfort where you're not you're not censored. Not that you're doing anything. No. But you might have a guest that might be like um controversial. Yeah. You know, I wonder if do you think that reflects on you? Um to a certain extent. To a certain extent. I think uh you know, I, I mean, depending on what that is, you know, what kind of guest you're we're talking about. But, you know, no, I, at the end, I, there's boundaries, I guess, because I, st I stick to a certain uh, uh, topic or, or a certain theme. You mm -hmm. know, I bring on a guest who are doing positive stuff, more mm -hmm. inspirational and tacos. And what's I saw that? that uh, the taco shop you were at when they opened up. Oh, talk about good. Yeah, yeah. my man Javier. Big shout out to Javier Arellano, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. bro. No, we're I'm I'm bringing on people who are, you know, putting out positive vibes only, bro. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, who? But that's a good question. You know, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I would. But um, yeah. Oh, so you you have the freedom with social nostra. Yeah, for sure. They don't like. They don't have to tell you, hey, Andy, you can't put that out. Exactly. Right. They don't tell you that, no, no. right? No, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's uh it's all good, man. Uh yeah, yeah, you know, to this to this up to now, yeah. You know, it's pretty much a you know, freedom type of thing, you know, where um but uh but yeah, it's uh it's it's an interesting point though, Rudy, you know, because yeah, man. There's some people out there, bro. There's some people out there, man. That's and that's crazy shit, man. Facebook, like, what happened <laughs> yeah, to just posting dude. about you know your, your family and shit, man? And yeah, no, your, your dude, daughter at the so softball game or something. Pissed off, dude. Huh? Some people are just pissed, man. God damn. And um, how did you see this, anyways? By the way, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I go real deep in Facebook, bro. You can get real deep in Facebook videos, and you can see some gnarly stuff, bro. In Facebook, Facebook, dude. And you want to know the the catalyst? Twitter. Twitter has the most offensive. They will show you anything. Oh, Twitter? Twitter is wild. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's I mean, there's porn on there. You can go yeah, there porn. is porn on there. Yeah. That's wild, man. But you know, like I have to be aware of that. You got kids. I got kids. Yeah, that's exactly right. Social media is gonna be a part of our lives, like an everyday schedule. You got work, you got life, you got love, you got social media, you got, you know, it's yeah. gonna be a part of everybody's life at certain points. So you have to manage how big that is in your life. Right, right. Like I tell my daughters, social media, yeah, that's okay. They can have it at a certain age, definitely not now. But at a certain age, I'll I'll let them have it. But I want them to know, like, it's just a a product. Uh -huh. It's just a product out there. You can choose to use it or not. If you want to make it the focal point of your entire life, you're going to live a shallow life. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. You gotta, it's all about keeping things in the balance. You, know? yeah. you got you to gotta really, you know, not, you can't be consumed by something, you know. And that includes social media. And even as you know, we want to promote our podcast, we want to get get our names out there and get exposure and 
network and right. do what needs to be done. But, but I'm think, not willing to sell my soul for it. No, no. I think I think you could still be effective in doing that mm. if you if you kind of do it strategically, you know, methodically, mm. and uh, you know, periodically, you know, throughout the day, and just kind of, or even set times. Yeah, set, schedule it. You schedule know, your you time. You want to go to man. that extent, but I'm terrible with that, though. Yeah, to be same honest. here. But, I'm terrible you know, with it. I, I can I can. Uh, I don't know if my mic's on, bro. Yeah. Can, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. What? Can you hear me? No. Test, 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 test. No. I think I might have unplugged it. Go ahead, bro. Oh. Test, 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 test. Yeah, there test, it goes. Test. It was unplugged, bro. <sighs> Sorry, bro. I'm, no. I'm, I'm like freaking creating technical difficulties. <laughs> shit, Don't human error it. and shit. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, the human error factor. It's always there, man. I've made so much mistakes. Like I was telling you, I recorded without, or I, I shot it. I did a podcast and I didn't even record one single bit of it. <laughs> I had just yeah. video. I'm laughing because I know, man. Yeah, I, dude. I know the feeling. I've been there. I, yes. Was, yes. So you shot the whole thing. So what happened? Did you shot it end all. up recording again? Or, right? Shot it all. All the audio I had is just in the cameras and not on the mic. So it's like, it's all chopped up. It sounds like we're in a bathroom. I hated it, but I still, <laughs> I still put it out there. And uh, it was with the Everyday Guy podcast. So I left that in the, in the dust. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've learned. I check my cameras like four times, dude. I check my cameras four times, check, make sure I'm recording. I'm doing the count right there. I'm watching the clock. Like I'm making sure the cameras aren't shifting. I've had a camera one time. The stand started falling to the side uh-huh. and I didn't even notice it. So, uh, dude, I got like half my footage is just upside down. No, I Stupid hear things like that. I hear you, Rudy. I've been there, man. So many times, you know, it's just, uh, uh, like last week, or I did a show two weeks ago, chopping it up with Double A. On we went live on YouTube, mm. uh, and uh, you know we couldn't get the mic to, uh, to go. I I couldn't get the mic on for my guest, and then we were just I was just trying to figure it out, and then it started cutting into you know airtime, the schedule time, a mess, and just you know, and that just kills the vibe. It kills yeah. you. I don't know for me, for you, yeah. If it does that for you, but it's like. That type of, and then you have to kind of regather yourself. You're, you're stumbling over yourself the yeah, entire time. You know? You're playing catch up. You don't feel comfortable. The guests might not feel comfortable. And it, it just, yeah, it it's takes away from everything you're trying to do. Yeah. So that's why, you know, you got to be on, on top of your stuff, man. And, uh, but yeah, that's a good point. Like that's, that's a good, you know, for the podcasters that are listening out there that are inspiring to do this like, and this ain't anything crazy, you know, this is just my thing, but you can do something way better. If you're inspiring to do it, like, just know you're going to hit those. You're going to stumble a lot. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to, you know, hit dead air where it's just you and your guests staring at each other. It These things happen, man. And you got to iron out the kings. It's just a continuous process. If you're the type of person that's like, you hit the first obstacle and you give up, you're not going to do it. You're not going to make it. No. Most, most, you know, I think the statistic is most podcasts fail by episode nine. Is that? Yeah. 
episode nine or, 10, nine, yeah. nine or ten in there, they fail. Yep. Like yep. mine was, I remember episode nine for me was like, dude, heck yeah, this is my start. Like, I'm going to keep going. I don't want to quit, you know? <laughs> so I did 50 episodes with the Everyday Guy podcast. I'm in like episode three, four here, but I'm just getting worked out. I finally got the, the set like done. This is new today. That's new. The lamps are new. Oh. Um, yeah. So this is new. The little flower vase. I took out uh, the thing I had right here. So. Yeah, no, it looks great, man. This is, uh, you know, I, I remember when you, when you started in what, January, I think? Yeah, I started uh, February, February, February of last year. Mm-hmm. And I saw that and I saw that you had rebranded, you had changed your logo, the name of the podcast. I mean, the whole thing was just, you know, just, you know, you wipe the slate clean pretty much. Right. And I, but I was impressed, man. I saw in the new studio was a, uh, I was just like, wow, that red really, I like that red, man. But cause you had red and black in your last yeah, day, right? Yeah. I still have a, bl- a bunch of black curtains, man. Yeah. So if you need some, you need backdrops black. I got a ton of them. You can take them. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I was red and black. Red and black are my two favorite colors, bro. And I don't like I'm not trying to be aesthetically pleasing, although I am trying to like make it look presentable. Uh, I'm trying to capture a, a vibe, if that makes sense, bro. Like I'm it's just mellow. It's just me and you talking. The only thing that is out there is a bunch of cameras, you know, three <laughs> cameras looking at you and a recording device. But I wanted to just capture the moment, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just some a mellow vibe and just have a good conversation. No, I think you're 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 right on, man. It does capture that uh, that vibe, man. Because yeah, you feel I feel comfortable. It's like you you almost forget you're in a in a warehouse, you know, right? In a, yeah, industrial space, and uh, it, it's really comforting. It's it's what's the word? Um, uh, gosh, cozy, cozy, it's cozy. Dude. That's the word. Yeah, man. You know? Uh, yeah. No, this is great, man. I'm, I'm glad I'm here, man. It's uh. You know, it's an honor, man. It's an honor. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm glad to have you. You know, you are my first podcaster, my first host that I've had on. Oh, really? And yeah, so I was really looking forward to our conversation and to like really develop because we can see, we know how it is on the back end. Uh-huh. You know, what goes into it? What? How do you get it from this moment to somebody's ear? So we know all the steps, how to upload all that little, little stuff, <laughs> that, that tedious stuff people don't think of. Does it ever get, is there anything you don't like about it, about podcasting? Gosh, man. (laughs) There might be a list. No. Uh You know, that's that's a great question. And I have to say, Rudy, that no, man, at this moment, I I don't, there's nothing that I don't like about it, you know? Mm. Um, I mean, yes, granted, the the, the editing process can be challenging, but... you know, the, um, you know, that, that part of the, the process, but, you know, other than that, man, no, I enjoy from the, you know, booking a guest to, you know, uh, preparing and pre-production and, you know, putting together the, the, my, you know, I like to do talking points and questions and then just, uh, send them over to my guest so that they can review them and just kind of, you know, I think it creates a more, um, uh, cohesive dialogue when you're both know what to anticipate, you know, uh, you know, you, everybody's on the same page, almost literally, you know? Right. 
So I think it just creates a better, and it's just more professional, whatever yeah. for me. That works for me. So I think, uh, you know, uh, you know that that part of the bit, it's just it's like, and then promotion, mm-hmm. and then you got to drive you know, the social media, you got to drive the the views, and you know you want yeah. you want to expand it. And uh, yeah, I could say though, for me, like the worst, the thing that I wish somebody would just take off my hands is editing. I do not like editing. I wish I can just, I love doing this. I love just talking. I love being in front of the camera. I like the the work that goes into setting up the stage and making everything to my liking. You know what I'm saying? Everything here is what I chose. Everything has a reason that I have it out here. And uh, I like, I enjoy that, but I do not like the editing. <laughs> I hate it, bro. So if there's anybody out there, I will not pay you. However, you can get some experience by editing videos um because i do not like it but i'll keep doing it like because i have to i just can't afford to pay somebody for it you know what i'm saying no i understand man that's it's one of those you know necessary evils i guess what they say right uh but yeah i I agree man that's if there's one thing that i would have to highlight or something that i dislike or you know it it is it would be the editing process but uh, again man you know it's fun it's uh a lot yeah you get to meet i mean i've met people from all over the world doing podcasts man and um it's just something that's uh it's, it's very like you said earlier it's very unique it's different uh this is cool man to have this type of hobby or yeah. you know my goal is my goal is i want to take it to the next level you know and make a living doing it mm-hmm. and, and make make it into an enterprise a business and start branding and all that you know yeah. Uh, but for I think for me, I, you know, I have to continue to hone my craft, to continue to get better. You know, it's a step by step process for me. So, um, but yeah, you you learn every day, man. You learn every and, day. And you know, like it's something I'm going to take from you, Andy, is, is when you were saying how you send out the information prior to your guests. By the way, I did not do that with him. I did not send him a prep sheet. I did not send him any talking points. So he's probably really caught off guard. And I'm thinking about it. My bad, bro. No, but no, no. I like that's like I'm gonna take that. You know, like you steal shamelessly. You steal, sh- uh, you know, ideas shamelessly. Take it, bro. And uh, I'm gonna steal that, man, because I, I really want to work on like the cohesiveness and the connection between me and my guests uh, to create a better flow on camera. You know, that's essentially what you're trying to do. But but no to go doubt. back to your other point too, how you were saying, you know, you'd like it, you'd like to take it to the next level. I'm right there with you, brother. Right. I'm right there with you. I want to be like what would be tight is to get paid for this and uh, you know, go from there. Yeah. But but my big thing is like I will not sell myself out. No, that's another key. I don't want anybody thing. to tell me what I have to say on mm-hmm. the on the set. Yeah, that's that's exactly you know, I'm I'm hundred I'm right there with you, man. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, content creation is just something that's non-negotiable. You know. Yeah. And uh, because yeah, at the end of the day, this is ours, man. This is what we're creating in our minds and bringing it, in you know, to fruition. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like you know, it's 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 our art. It's mm-hmm. our form of art, right? You know, whether yeah, it's our it's our art form and what we're again what we're creating, just like uh, somebody who's a painter, right, or right. a musician, or you know, uh, an actor, you know, a stand-up comedian. Hey, you're not going to tell me, you know, how to perform exactly. or do, do my craft. There's certain steps that I need to take, certain things that I need to do as an artist that uh, that, that I have to do because. Nobody you know, else is going to do it for you, man. If it's something you want to do, you got to do it. Yeah. 
And like, uh, you know, again, talking to those, those podcasters or those people coming up that are inspiring or thinking like, man, hey, you know, I might have something interesting to speak about. Do it. Try it. You know, put your heart into it. If you can really put something behind it, you never know where it can grow. You never know. But I'm not going to be 50, 60 years old, 70 years old, 80 years old looking back. Dang, I wish I should have done it. I wish I should have tried. I'm trying right now. And if it picks up, terrific. I'm going to run with it. I'll see where it takes me. If it doesn't, it's going to be really just like a catalog for my kids after I'm gone. They can know who dad was. Yeah, there you go. You know, that's great, man. And and you've made that. I've heard other podcasters say that, you know, that uh, they want to leave a legacy and, and, you know, document, like you just said, you know, experiences and their lives. And so their kids could look back at it and, and check it out and watch it. And, and, uh, and my grandkids, fun. you know, my grandkids could pull it up. Like, who was dad? Or who was grandpa? That's I want to know about him. Oh, well, look at this episode. You hear about him talking about how he was raised. You know what I'm saying? Or or whatnot. It'll always be locked down. So although it <clears throat> it might not take off, I'll have that in my pocket. Yep. If it does take off, my pockets will be even bigger. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but but this, you know, I want to get paid from it. Of course. Are you, are you behind a paywall? Do you have like a Patreon? No, not yet. No, I haven't set that up yet, man. But, hey, you know, again, that goes back to just, just right now, just honing the craft, getting better, focusing on myself, taking it step by step. But at the same time, doing my due diligence on marketing aspects, you know, the future um, as far as, uh, you know, monetizing, mm-hmm. um, you know, creating more opportunities, man. And I, I think that's okay to do that, you know. I don't think we should feel bad for what, you know, this is – we love to do this, you know, and it takes our time, it's effort, it's energy. And um, there's a lot of other things we could put our energy in that can be detrimental to us. Uh, you know, I've been there. I've put a lot of this time that I've put into the podcast was at some point spent doing other things, drinking, partying, you know, not not really doing anything that's advancing myself. That's for sure. Exactly. You know, so I see it as like, wow, this is positive time. You know, I could be doing a lot worse. Oh, man. This is, yeah, this is unbelievable, man. This is, uh, I think uh, young kids now can start podcasting, you know. I think that's a great thing. Anybody could do it. Huh? Anybody could do it. Anybody could do it. And, you know, I think this is a great something that maybe should be in, this is something simple that should be in like schools, you know, Mm -hmm. to kind of just offer as a in class, you know, as a, a leisure activity inside the classroom, or with the school counselor, or that you know, have a little podcast set up, teach kids how to you know set up the technical aspects of it. I, I think that you know down the line we'll see that, but I think I, that's um because it's so accessible to podcasts, right? That's a good. Point. You can literally start a podcast on your cell phone. Yeah, yeah, for free, for free. So there's nothing yet that you can use uh, Anchor. Anchor is completely free. It'll up. That's what I use. You use Anchor. You upload to Anchor, and it puts it on all um, podcast platforms for free. For free, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. You can do it for free, and, and you know, you brought up a good point. I think, I think podcasting ex- eventually will be another extension for everything. So, like, you're gonna have Walmart as follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and make sure you check out our our podcast. A Walmart podcast. <laughs> and like every company is going to have a podcast of some sort. 
And I see it as, hey, if we get into it deep enough, me and you, and we grow it, we're, we might be pioneers. There might be opportunities to run a podcast department in some company that wants to get their marketing firm off. Absolutely. Or marketing off. You know, you never know where it's going to take you. Nobody knew that social media marketing was going to be an eight to, you know, a nine to five job. Exactly. Now it is people have Case management. Support. People do make their careers off of social media management. Yeah. And, and, Nobody saw that coming. No. And, and that's where podcasting is going. You know, there's, there's companies. Is it off? Can you hear me? Uh, Go back. Testing one, two, three. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah. And that's where that's where podcasting is going, man, because uh, I'm starting to see that on LinkedIn. So-and-so just got hired as, uh, you know, pod, uh, media creative content consultant with, you know, pod pod booking or yeah. something. You know, so these positions are starting to spring up and, be, you know, be, you know, they're starting to be, um, become created. They're starting to be created here in the uh, in the corporate world. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point, man. I, but that, that's the fun of it, too. I think uh, I'm not really thinking about the opportunity, though, either. Mm. I, I just like I'm not thinking what it can open. I'm just I'm focusing right now on this the time, creating content, connection and seeing like I want to meet a ton of different people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we're just scratching the surface here, Rudy. Yeah. I think the, t the tip of the iceberg, as they say, right, we're, we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg. But, you know. There's a lot of stuff coming down, man, because Mark Cuban, mm. uh, he's starting a company uh, called Fireside. And it's basically mm. another platform uh, for podcasters to uh, they'll be able to interact with their viewers live or something like that. Listeners or viewers. And then you could be able to mo you'll be able to monetize on this new platform called Fireside. It was it started founded by uh, Mark Cuban and some another. Uh, wow gentlemen but uh anyway so there's a lot of, it's just it's becoming it's getting bigger man and you know i think like you said we're we could we could be considered pioneers right uh so but again like you said i'm right there with you man i, I i'm right now it's about you know honing our craft it's about this right now this moment and um the work we're putting in the work putting in yeah. the work putting paying our dues and learning and getting better embellishing and again uh soaking up knowledge and i but i think that if you're in the you're in it for the long haul you should uh one should be start educating themselves and, and learning all you can yeah about wh what's out there yeah man and there's a lot there's a lot you can look into um just go like go deep on on youtube Watch, you know what I like to watch, bro? I like to watch famous hosts like Dick Cavett or Johnny oh, Carson. Oh. And I like to watch their demeanor. I like to watch the way they speak. I like the guests they've had. I mean, dude, uh, uh, Dick Cavett had freaking Muhammad Ali on, you know, in his prime. I've seen Dick Cavett, man. Just, I mean, just sharp. You're just perfect. Amazing. A perfect, perfect, just, perfect. Yeah. He's had racist on. He's had... <laughs> comedians on actors on every single type of person you could think on his show and he has killed everything he killed it every time yeah. frank sinatra he Dude. spoke with frank sinatra i'm gonna go watch that episode tonight man on youtube you it's know? beautiful it's beautiful it's, i gotta see that eddie eddie murphy when he was just coming up oh wow man richard pryor i can't wait to see that again yeah 
And they were, yeah, Johnny Carson. And, you know, you can go back and watch all that stuff. And then along with like, uh, like famous roasts, like Frank Sinatra roasting yes, Dean Martin. Dude, and you yes. watch these shows, bro. They're in tuxedos. They're, <laughs> they're smoking. They got the, their the, drinks the, on the table. Everyone's who, partying. When was that dude? They're, they're just partying and they're just, it's, they're filming. You know, that's all it is. They're filming a party. Who's that? Who's that? Look like that? Sammy Davis? Yeah, Sammy Davis. yeah, dude. He was always loaded, dude. Oh, gosh, man. Those, those guys, dudes love to party, dude. But but the point is, is that those guys were performers, man. Yeah. Performers, man. They could entertain. They knew they were, everybody was on the same page. We're here to entertain, and let's do what we got to do to put on a show. Well, you and know. they were funny as shit, dude. Like, the Rat Pack was formed not as, like, they wanted to make good music. They formed it as an entertainment group just to because they knew like, hey, Frank Sinatra's got a bunch of fans. Sammy Davis Jr. has a bunch of fans. I don't even know the other Rat Pack names, but Joey Bishop, Peter Lawford. There you go. Yeah. They all had fans. They brought it together. They weren't trying to make good music. They just wanted to make more money. No, exactly. They were hella good entertainers, dude. That's the like they are the you know, they are the ones that laid the foundation, bro. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, those guys are. And they laid a great foundation, man. Because you know, you hard to compete with that. Well, yeah, you know, and, they were on. And, and Frank Sinatra, man, he not only when he sang on stage and he performed like that, but he was also hosting shows and and doing other stuff. He was a guest on other shows, and he was he killed it every it's time, funny, dude. He was funny, fire too. every time. Yeah, he was funny. He was handsome. He was funny. <laughs> he had the looks, the you know, the charisma. Yeah. yeah. And like the mafioso look to him, you know, did, like he man. was connected. He was, he, he was. was connected, you know, and he was a, he was just a different man. Yeah. He was, I mean, just, con just the, the essence of confidence and just, uh, he, yeah, he was a bad dude, man. I love yeah. Frank Sinatra, man. I listen to him almost every day. Yeah. His music. Yeah. Pandora radio, Frank Sinatra <laughs> radio. I'm serious, man. It's a great station, man. And, uh, you listen to his songs, bro. You know, every time I would listen to Frank Sinatra, Growing up, you know, he would just inspire me and and uh, to go to New York. He would, just, I would just feel New York through Frank Sinatra. <laughs> My whole life, I always wanted to go to New York, right? So I get to New, and so 2010, the only time I've been to New York City, oh man, that was just like this is everything I could imagine. You know, like this is everything, and just like I saw it in the movies. Really, it was just amazing, bro. Have you been to New York City? Nah, man. Oh. Nah, I gotta go. You have to go, man. I want to. You know what's so funny, bro? Southwest. Oh shoot! Southwest sent me a an email telling me that that I uh like forty nine dollar flights or something. Round trip to New York in May, bro. It's only about in May about two fifty three hundred bucks round trip. Wow! Southwest round trip Southwest to New York, but the thing right is, now. Yeah, I, you have to buy now in order to buy, I mean, for May or June okay. or something like that. And uh, the only thing is, like, the expensive part is paying for your rooms and everything out yeah. there. I, unless you knew somebody. I don't know anybody. Sounds like a fart. See, that was that. the nice part of my la my only trip there. I had a buddy. I have a buddy who um, lived in uh, East Village mm. in Manhattan. Dude, and so he was gracious and he had some roommates, but they I crashed I just crashed out on the couch. Let me tell you, man, I was on a mission. I was there for like five days 
from like I would wake up, go eat breakfast at some cool little spot, man. Yeah. And then just all day I was on the subway. That's what I loved about New York City because I didn't have to drive anywhere. I could get anywhere oh, yeah. I wanted, you know, and not have to drive. And, you know, us coming from here, Southern California, LA, you, you know. You have to have a car. You have to have a car, you know. And I was like. In New York, they're just like, no, nah, we don't have cars. No. Jerry Seinfeld didn't have a car. <laughs> That's the way I always see it. Seinfeld didn't. Or did he have a car? Somebody had a car, though, but not everyone. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. Were you a Seinfeld fan? I, um sparingly I, yeah. Say, yeah. I like I like whenever I watched the show when it was on I didn't I didn't I wasn't like a diehard fan yeah but uh I, I'm definitely you'd watch it if it was on but yeah. you, you didn't like go go looking for it no no I but I think you. it's great I'm not not that, not that it's I don't like it or anything it's just but yeah I've seen some I've seen episodes man that's, that's it was genius yeah they yeah it's real funny uh you got a favorite favorite tv show uh, you know, now, Rudy, I, I don't watch much TV, man. You know, it's just, uh, just too busy, man. Too busy to, to, to sit and, you know, the only thing I do watch is documentaries and, and movies, you know, uh, and sports whenever yeah. I get a chance, but, uh, it's mainly just, yeah, just movies and documentaries. Um, I don't, I don't even have cable, man. I just have the, I have Hulu and Netflix. Yeah, dude, that's all you need. That's all you need, You right? need Wi-Fi. That's all you need. And Wi-Fi. Yeah. Wi-Fi yeah. and you can connect to the world. <laughs> Dude, like you don't need cable anymore. Exactly. Uh, except for Laker games. That's the only thing. I hate that, man. I know, man. Um, Spectrum has a real tight hold on that Laker uh, organization, bro. It sucks, dude. They do, man. But like, it, I don't, like, what's the point of cable? I Like, my daughters don't watch cable. They watch Netflix or yeah. Disney Plus or something. Same here, man. Same here. You know, we're, 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 we're part of that now. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Like, my kids won't even know cable, I don't even think. You no. know, over a certain time. I know their kids won't. But it's a trip how much, how much, like, technology has evolved. Oh man! In our time, it's it's been. I mean, I mean, I grew up. I graduated high school, nineteen ninety four. Man, mm. you know. So I I I I saw pre, you know, internet pre all of this. You know, all of this yeah. dawn of technology and to where we're at now. I you know I remember the VCRs. I remember analog. Everything <laughs> being analog. I remember uh, those big camcorders. You know the big. Freaking <laughs> the 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 what the, the Sony Walkmans, you know, yeah. with the headphones and the the freaking cassette disc. tapes. I remember five track. You remember five track? If you hit it too hard, huh? It would skip if you hit your Walkman too hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they came out with the CD players. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Uh, gosh darn it! I just I forgot. I lost my train of thought. Uh, the um, not VCRs, camcorders. Uh, I forgot what I was going to ask you, man. Cassettes. What's that? Cassette tapes. Not cassette tapes. I started it. Anyways, but um, it was something, some other form, man. Some other medium. It'll come to you. What's that? It'll come to you eventually. You remember Beta? Beta, no. Yeah, I think I'm a little older than you, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm dating myself, though. <laughs> I'm 44, bro. I'm 44. I'm, you're I'm only 33. As, huh? I'm 33. Oh, you're 33? Yeah, oh, dude, shit. we're 11 years apart. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I just look super old, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, For real, dude, I got my first gray hair when I was 16, bro. No shit? Yeah, yeah. it was all downhill from there. Oh, uh, I hear you, bro. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, no. Dude, it's, uh, 
you know. You barely have gray hair, no, dude. That's ridiculous. No, don't let it fool you, bro. No? I, I don't let it fool you. I, oh, I, I, man. I embellish. I embellish, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, but. Um, I'd rather have gray hair, though. I like gray hair. You like gray? I like it. Yeah, too, man. I look older. I, I didn't have to buy beer. I mean, I didn't have to get carded for beer. You know what I'm saying? Like at a very young age. Uh-huh. And uh, older women really liked me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that, bro. And then young. No. <laughs> <laughs> and like younger women too. They would look at me as like, I don't know, maybe their dad or some like type of dad issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like women get, I mean, I'm not saying all women, but some women do have certain issues that. uh Yeah. You know, make them date a certain type of person. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting conversation in and of itself. Like daughters, you know, daughters essentially the father daughter relationship is the first male relationship she'll ever have, or she'll have. It has to be well. Like you yeah. have to have a. Has to be. You have to do your best, man. No, you have to do your best because if you don't, they're going to date somebody that didn't do their best yeah, or isn't doing their best. No, you're right. It's the way it goes. It's, man, I have a son. I have a son and, you know, three daughters, man. The girls are just different, man. As You know, it's just different. Yeah, man. It's like, and sometimes, like, I, I, I tell them, I say, I say to myself, like, God, what, why, why did you do this to me? <laughs> Why? Nas Nas has a good verse. Uh, the coldest players and the coolest pimps in the world got to God gets us back and He gives us precious little girls. Oh man! So it's all you know. I don't know if I I was like, I mean, I loved women like you know I, I had my run in, but but I I understand where men come from <laughs> a right. little more than I think oh, some women know. Because some men are freaking devious, bro. Yeah. And I can tell you, I've been devious. I've been a dirtbag. I've been, you know, a scumbag, dude. Are you serious, man? Yeah, Shame man. on you. Yeah, right? Shame on That's you. I, cancel I, me. I, I've never done anything of the sort, man. <laughs> You've lived a clean, perfect life. That's right. You were telling me that. You, you came out. You were dressed as Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, but I, I, you know, I, I'm not af afraid to like admit when I when I've really done wrong and I've moved past those things. But dude, some men are sketchy, bro. Yeah, man. So are some women, bro. <laughs> ah, <laughs> hey, he ain't lying. He's not uh, lying. Uh, but uh, no, you know what, man? That's just part of life. I think in any form of life, any walk of life, man, you got your pros and cons, man. Yeah, and I, I like, you know, I think, I think people gravitate toward me in certain ways. And, uh, I like that. And I love just talking to people, but like people get confused when you're in a conversation and you ask questions, they think that those questions are your, um, opinions or your thoughts. But for me, it's more just so I can get a better understanding. So I ask questions, but it doesn't mean I'm like against what you're saying. It's just that I want to know more. But some people get really like defensive about it. Like, oh, you're asking because you believe the opposite. No, I'm asking so I can understand a little more. Your guess? Like, yeah, some get it, but more so just in everyday conversations. Oh, 
Oh, I see. Really? Yeah. In everyday conversations, I notice if I question question things, people sometimes think that those questions are my thoughts or my beliefs. Oh, I see. Oh, he's just probing, bro. You're just digging deeper. Yeah. Curiosity. That's me, dude. I gotta, I gotta dig deeper. I gotta get it. I, I have like, I, what did my mom always say? Hi, you have trust issues. You don't trust anything, (laughs) you know? And it's like, oh, I think I do because sometimes I don't believe or I don't trust what people tell me all the time. I'd rather find out my own way and feel comfortable knowing it. I don't know why. I, it can get, it can get in the way sometimes of life, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt, man. I, Sometimes I overanalyze stuff. I, mm. I've always been like that. I might like, read into it, you know, read into a situation, you know, and uh, just overthink it over and a, a lot of stuff, man, in, in life, you know, professionally. Yeah. At work, uh, whatever. And, you know, I, I think you just have to, uh, as you get older, you start to realize that, you know, um, you start to realize that you don't need to overthink things man things are just the way they are because that's the way they are you know and i think uh for me it's just been uh, it's hard to accept sometimes though yeah it's just been you know life pull it out again life experience i think experience is the greatest teacher man and you know wisdom comes from that you know Mm. life experience and uh it really does man right it really does yeah man it's uh so I've always just been uh, so. As the older I get, man, it's just, uh, I, you know, my confidence is, is just increased. You know, yeah, the, like your own comfort within yourself. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. Like you feel more and more comfortable in the world mm-hmm. and it, with your place, so you feel more grounded. You know, when you don't feel comfortable, I don't feel. If I don't feel comfortable, I feel awkward. I'm sweaty. I'm hot. I'm. I don't like it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but course. sometimes well, you got to be in those uncomfortable situations. You, you got to be. And life yeah. will throw your ass in there, dude. For real. Fuck yeah. Life, life, life will throw curveballs at you, man. Heck yeah, bro. Like yeah. life will just really. If you don't watch it, sometimes life can get buck wild, man. Real buck wild. Yeah. You got to be careful. You got to be on top of your game. You got to be. <sighs> You know, you got to balance, man. You, know you got to balance things, bro. Yeah, balance is a very key element to everything, man. Key component because, you know, especially, you know, kids, man. Kids add a, a very unique dynamic to the whole equation, you know, because, again, man, logistics come into play. You know, it's you can't just pick up and go. Yeah. You know, uh, you got to take everything into consideration. Everything the weather, consideration. how long you're going to be there, what you have to pack. everything changes yeah you know you gotta worry about when that kid's gonna eat again all right what time what do i need when they do eat where are (laughs) we gonna be when we need to eat oh man like if you're gonna have kids be prepared like try to be prepared but you'll (laughs) never be prepared Uh, how about don't do it don't fucking do it (laughs) don't get married don't have kids fuck all that let's let's put it out there man (laughs) i've been divorced there i said it i said it i've been divorced so you know oh yeah 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 oh shit yeah done there man i done shit it and fell back in it oh (laughs) Why did you old Snoop Dogg line? (laughs) No, dude. I mean, you know, we were young. Yeah, 
I was 23 when I had my first daughter and you know we thought we thought we were we were building our life together but there were things that we should have handled prior to even having kids so it just grew worse and it ended you know and uh, I've been through my things I've talked about it on the podcast before I've had my trials and tribulations with that mental health issues that came from that too yeah but it it um it's a life experience like life threw that at me you don't expect it nobody gets married to get divorced remember that nobody gets married to get divorced you get married because you love that person you want to be with that person right at that time things change people grow apart and that's life sometimes but it gets real hard sometimes life will really slap you around you can say that again man you can say i mean you know i didn't i didn't get married until i was uh 38 mm. you know uh my son i had my son when i was 25 mm. uh it didn't work out with his mom you know it didn't work out but uh you know i but that again that's another life experience man the life experience it taught, I, I learned a lot from that experience it taught me a right. lot it taught me uh you know it's okay <laughs> okay to wait it's okay i mean it, you know there's no uh, a society quote unquote you know societal norms might say you should get married at you know like right after college right. or when you're 28 years old or whatever man that, that's all nonsense by 30 by 30 you better ha be married and with kids yeah that's what exactly. society will tell you exactly and i think uh, to me though that's hogwash it's it's nonsense man get it's married nonsense. and have kids when you're ready that's it. Yeah. Or you don't you don't have to get married. Or you kids. don't. Right. You don't. That's a very good point. That's always an option. You don't have to have kids, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? You don't have to get There's married. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. But you know what? People do not like being alone. Oh, geez, man. People don't get me started on that. are afraid of being alone, bro. <laughs> and they're... Yeah. It's... it's uh, I've seen that with my... Closest relatives. Yeah, you know, dude. Uh, where they just jump from one relationship to another. Uh, you know, there's they don't or they'll 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 get become divorced, you know, after right after divorce, and it you know, right away they jump into another relationship. That's funny. Like man. head first, fucking naked, just fucking you know what I mean? Just I'm like, just take a take a second to it's okay. Shut it's okay to be, you just went through a traumatic very difficult process you know and how could you i don't know it, it, i'm not one to i'm not judging i'm just i'm just being observant i'm just look i'm just you know reporting what you see exactly exactly just calling it i'm making see. judgment just reporting what you see and, and you know like it's funny you know i went through therapy after my divorce and uh one thing my therapist said was like the percentages are extremely high that the male gets into a serious relationship after a divorce, not the female. And I see that like, oh, shoot, that's right. Like most men do jump into another serious relationship right after or they go extremely wild really fast and then they get linked up with some woman and they take off. Yes. Uh, but like, yeah, so I, I and it's called serial monogamy when you go from one serious relationship to another with no break in between. And I've seen it, bro. Girls and guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I was with this girl for five years. Oh, yeah. I met this girl like a week later. Boom. That's your rebound. And that rebound took you forever, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Exactly. And then 
some I've seen that rebound, they end up marrying that person. Yeah, you know? dude. And yeah, it's just interesting, man. You go through life, man. And I, I, I was, I was in the military. That's one thing that you I learned the from military. the military. What's that? You were in the military? Yeah, I was in the Navy, man. Go USS Nimitz, baby. <laughs> CVS sixty-eight. That's right. That's right. Uh, five stars. No, but um, yeah, I was in there, man. And one thing I learned from those relationships, people, woo, those are some ruthless really? relationships, marriages out there, man. <laughs> people fucking just, hey, dude, you hear some up. horror I, stories. I use the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, bro. I want to hear those horror stories. I got a leak too, bro. I got... Yeah. <laughs> I drink a ton of water. Boom, 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 bo
Yeah. How do you feel, bro? Good, bro. Good. Yeah. Yeah. How you feeling? I feel good, dude. I feel good. Sometimes that light will get me though. Which one? Like those lights will kill me sometimes. Like, like my eyes for some reason. It's the weirdest thing. Sometimes, no shit? yeah, my eyes will just start bothering me. But no. uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just random. I hear you, bro. Uh, I have another light right there, but uh, it's cheap. <laughs> Keeps like shifting on me. It's so hard to get the light uh, like exactly right. Oh, yeah. It's really hard. Lighting is like a mother effort, dude. Dude, you know what? If I would suggest is, uh, I mean, uh, there's the, you, you've seen them, the, the umbrella lights. lights. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't have the space for it. Oh. I don't want to crowd it. I like, <laughs> I like the open area. Yeah, that's cool. And then with the iPhones, they have the dark, uh, like capture mode. So it gets really good lighting in here, even. If the lighting's bad. No, yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those iPhones have amazing cameras. Yeah, man. they're amazing. You know? It makes everything so easy. I've tried everything, man. I've tried, you know, HD cameras, like the little handheld ones. Those uh -huh. didn't work out for me. I've tried GoPros. Those don't work for me. iPhones are the best for me. That's, yeah. Because you can shoot in 4K, too. Exactly. And it's super crystal. Um, and then the audio from the Zoom right here just picks everything up so easily. What's, oh yeah yeah i like that zoom man yeah it puts it in two tracks two separate tracks for you so you're separate my separate and then i bring it together with the audio uh -huh. i mean with the video but i don't know how to do the split screen oh yeah no just you for just use zoom zoom yeah but you have to be like somebody else has to be on that zoom oh you're talking about from the camera from the, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i don't know if they have that capability yet man uh they do but I don't know how to do it yet. Or in it iPhone? takes work, bro. Huh? It, oh, not to shoot in two. Oh. Not yet. That would be tight. <laughs> That's a good idea. Oh. To like have those two connected and then that main one. I don't know. But um, you were, before we, we took a break. Oh, so I was, yeah. You were in the military. Yeah, In baby. the Navy. U.S. Navy. USS CVS 68, baby. USS what is Nimitz. That? What is that though? When you say that, what's Nimitz? Nimitz is the name of uh, it's the the name of the ship of the vessel. It's an aircraft carrier, and uh, Nimitz is the the surname of a famous uh, Navy general uh, from the from World War II. What Chester Chester Nimitz? Uh, he's from Texas, and he's the only five star admiral ever in the United, in the history of the U.S. Navy. Uh, there might have been one more, but I don't know. Could if I'm not mistaken, he's the only one that's ever. Uh, he's the only one that's ever been, been five star. Mm. Um, typically, the highest rank is a four star. Wow. Uh, so anyway, so that he was famous for everything he did in the in the uh, in World War II, and uh, so they named that class of carriers after it's a Nimitz class carrier, which is also the namesake of the of the uh the carrier itself mm. you know so there's a there's like these came out come out in the 70s a lot mm. of these nimitz class carriers and uh cvn 68 conventional nuclear is what the cvn stands for 68's the just the the number you know uh so yeah man i was there uh you know 
I, I don't even know why I mentioned that. You were talking about um, being in the military and the relationships that were like you oh, saw in the military. Th yeah, that's one thing the military t definitely taught me. Yeah, she's uh, the uh, a lot of these. Jody is this Jody? Jody, like when the army would say Jody is with your your woman, that was always the other man when they were like overseas. Oh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you hear, but you hear all these horror stories, man, that, because a lot of these guys, they go out, to, they're on the ship, you know, and you're going into foreign ports, yeah. foreign lands, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of infidelity going on, man. Yeah. In, in military marriages, you know, unfortunately, and, you know, these women catch wind of it. Uh, and then same thing, <laughs> these men leave for a month or two or whatever, you know, on deployment, right. they're out to sea. Now the women, they stay behind and they, you know. When the dog's away, the cat the, will play. The dog's away. So there's, it's it's on both sides, you know. Yeah. And this uh, obviously, you know, creates a lot of issues and drama and just uh, you hear stories, you see it, you, your friends are going through it and you're like, damn, I'm never getting married, man. Right. Fuck that. You know what I mean? I'm 18, 19 years old seeing these other 18, 19 years olds and <laughs> Get married. married. They're you know, they're 21. Uh, this is the thing to do. I'm gonna get married. I'm like, fuck that, man. I can barely <laughs> I can barely tie my shoes right now, man. <laughs> I have no business trying to get married, you know. So that was one thing that taught me. It taught me, man. I learned from that, you know, that, that wow, I don't want to do that. I don't want I don't need I don't need that. Right, right. So uh, you so, know so uh, how long were you in the Navy? I was in for three years, man. Mm. Three years, early 90s, 1994. Through 97, when Bill Clinton was the prince, prince, principal, I almost said the, the principal. principal. <laughs> the princess. The princess. Uh, he was the president, El Presidente. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Getting man. Getting laid in the Oval Office. What's that? Getting laid in the Oval <laughs> Office over there. No, what are you talking about? Oh, that's right. He did There's not There's no way in hell our president could ever do such a thing. Relations with that woman. <laughs> that's right. Holy that's right. man. Yeah. Uh, so, so he's president. Huh? He was president when you were in the service. He was president. Yeah. Yeah. He, and so there was a lot of a lot of budget cuts going on, man. A lot of money being mm. taken away from the, the defense, you know, from military bases, military installations throughout the world being closed down. And uh, so yeah, you, were, you were multiple years away from Desert Storm, though, right? Uh, I was removed by like, yeah, about two and a half, three two years. Two and a half years, yeah. Desert Storm, I think, ended in 91, right? 1991? Something like that. I always remember 88. I was born in 88. You were born in 88? I was born in Desert Storm. Dodgers, baby. Yeah, that's it. 88 is great, man. That's the only reason my dad gets happy about that year. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I thought you were an Angel fan, bro. Nah, man. No. I, don't, <laughs> I don't really watch baseball, All this bro. red, bro. No. Yeah, I don't watch baseball at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't like baseball. But you still like Dodgers, though. I mean, yeah, just, I, guess. I like to talk crap to Dodger fans like when they're <laughs> like when they were losing the World Series oh, they lost once, twice. You're so I was really like giving it to them. But you're so mean, bro. That's yeah, mean. yeah, that is mean. Hey, do me a favor, push that real quick. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, Dodger fans. I love Dodger fans though. Yeah. What about you? You're a Dodger fan? Oh yeah, dude. I yeah. just you know. I, I bleed blue and shit, you know? Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're, 
Oh, yeah. I always I wear blue every day, bro. No, but uh, yeah, Lakers, Dodgers, yeah. freaking Rams. Yeah, that's Rams. all good. You're not a Chargers fan, though. No, not a Chargers fan. Yeah, Never. me neither. I don't like the Chargers. No. I like the Rams, though. Yeah. Why is that? They were both LA teams at one point, right? Well, now the they're LA teams again. The Chargers were in LA, I mean, a long time ago, in oh, the 60s, yeah. I want to say. Uh, and then for just a short period of time before they went to San Diego, mm. you know, and, uh, but, but yeah, no, I, I remember when the, when I see, when I was a kid, bro, the Raiders and the Rams were here mm. you know? and I always just liked the Rams, you know, I just sided with the Rams more, Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know, no particular reason, just, just pick the Rams, you know, and, uh, but always Dodgers and Lakers for sure, man, for that was just diehard. I was always. diehard from day one, bro. Like my dad's a big Dodger fan. So I was always around it. Uh, I knew all of the main players, you know, coming up. Although I didn't follow it, I just picked it up from just listening. Yeah. But basketball, bro, I love basketball. Oh, really? I love basketball. Laker fan, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. But yeah, basketball is my thing, man. I've always loved it. It's always been my favorite sport. Oh, man, no doubt, bro. I remember, um, you know, I went to the first Laker game I ever went to was at the Inglewood Forum. What? Yeah, yeah. Showtime Lakers? Showtime Lakers, baby. What? Uh, shit. Uh, 80, 80, 80. Is there, oh, there's one right there. Oh, look at that little guy creeping oh, up man, from the bottom right there, bro. You're hiding from me. <laughs> He's uh, trying to get away. <laughs> He's trying uh, to get away. Uh, um, 1980, it was the first year, the inaugural season of the Miami Heat. I want to say it's 88 or 89. That's like an expansion team? Yeah. What? Yeah, 89, 1989, I want to say, bro. So you were like what? one. Yeah. And I was uh crapping myself. 12, 13. <laughs> 12, 13? You were crapping, you were crying. Yeah, I was crying. I was 12. Shit. Well, no, you were you were one, so you're 11 years. So I was like 10. No, 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 no. You were born in 88? Yeah. Yeah. You were born in 79? So 76. So mm -hmm. yeah, I was 13. 12, 12, 13. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was born. So I'm 12 years older than you, bro. Yeah, I was born in '76. So, uh, anyways, point being, first time I went to a Laker game, man. Uh, yeah, Magic, Kareem, Byron Scott, uh, all those guys were on that all team. All of them, dude. You know, and uh, that was the year they played the Pistons, 1989. They they were trying to three peat. The Lakers were trying to three peat. Mm. And Magic gets hurt. Byron Scott was already hurt in the finals. Mm. And then Magic got hurt. I don't know if you remember that mm -mm. against the Pistons. Mm -mm. And Magic, he couldn't keep, he couldn't go, bro. And that was it. That was they so crapped up. Pistons. So Pistons ended up winning that series. And uh, Pistons, yeah, the Pistons like, ruined it for us in uh in oh oh four oh four. Yeah, I know. We would have we would have four in a row. Yeah. No, no. It would have been 99-2000. No, it was 2000-2001-2002. But we went three. Three in a row, yeah. And then 03, we lost to San Antonio in the conference finals. And no. then we went back to the finals in 04. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah positive. With Shaq? Yeah. And then after that, that's when they all, the team dissolved. Yeah. You know, Kobe stayed, but Shaq left. You know, everybody And that, left. that was the stretch, man. From there to 09. When they won again, like yeah. I remember those years, man, when it was just Kobe. 
And it was like that's he had his 80 point game and and you know, he I mean, he's just the best. He's the best player in my eyes ever. And I didn't have Jordan in my era. I didn't oh. watch Jordan. I I came after that like when I got into sports. So it was Kobe. Like I was 10 years old when in 98 when Kobe was coming out, oh. you know? So that's my era. That's my man like he childhood like legend and uh <laughs> that's cool yeah so like i had kobe i didn't have jordan so we're watching kobe yeah, i didn't have magic I, I know of their greatness and that's not to discount anything they've done but the the effect kobe had on me and my generation man is freaking ridiculous bro. yeah yeah it's ridiculous you know no doubt man yeah during those years from that uh Oh four, oh four to, to when they got, and when they got back to the, they beat, they lost. Oh, to the they Celtics. went oh eight too to 08. the Celtics, and we got stomped no. on. We, you know, I think we lost forty points that one like game. Yeah, game. we were up. Remember, we were up by like twenty three. Mm. They came back and and they lost the Lakers. Lose that mm. game. They win that game. Who knows what happens? But yeah, that was a hard pill to swallow. In that 08. was tough. That was hard. And then they came back, and it was the same. Two teams. Yeah, two years Boston. later. Two like, years? I thought it was the next year. No, the Magic. Remember they beat the Magic in Oh, 09? that's right. Beat hey, Orlando man, Magic. You were on it. Yeah. They, they beat the Orlando Magic. Then they came back. Then they beat, uh, then they played Boston again. And, 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 yeah, in 2010. And that's when Ron Artest had that bang out three. Oh. And even at his press conference, Kobe passed me the ball. Kobe <laughs> passed me the ball. Yeah, dude. I'll never forget that. Remember that? And he yeah. busted. Yeah, he busted that three. That was key. That was a key shot. That was the dagger. Thing, that was man. it, dude. That, that was, was it. it. Ron Artest. Ron he Artest. wasn't Meta World Peace. He was Ron Artest. <laughs> he was the old, uh, what was it? The Pistons? No, 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 no. The Pacers. Pacers. He was uh, like that. Ron Artest was still that, alive. Yeah. Everybody forgets about the time he elbowed Harden. Oh, yeah. Dog, he folded was... his ear, man, like a boxer, dude. Just. Pop. That was ugly, man. That was vicious. Shoot. Ron Artest is a different man. <laughs> People don't know, man. People don't know. Well, remember the brawl in um uh, Yeah. Against the, the, it was against the Pistons, remember that? Yeah, yeah. And the Malice was, in the Palace. The Malice in the Palace. The Malice in the Palace. Man. Ben Wallace was going off. He pushed him to get it started, and that's when he laid on that deck. And then some fan threw a water thing down or a cup of beer, and that's when he sprinted <laughs> up. Oh my ridiculous. God. I, I and Steven Jackson it. was there too, laying out people. <laughs> Steven Jack Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony laid out that dude that came running. Pistons fan came running and just bop, laid him out, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Mello, man. Mello played for the Pacers. I, I don't remember that that uh that, Yeah, that it was like or, towards the end of the brawl. That. Yeah, man. It was good. Yeah, no, I remember it was I remember it was uh runner Ted. Uh, Steven Jackson was out there doing yep. stuff. And oh man, that I was like, what the hell's going on here, man? This is like it was almost I remember that night I was at um a TGI Fridays in Riverside. <laughs> as, as a matter of fact, uh it was after work. We went and got some some beers with some some co-workers. Mm. And I remember watching the highlights, everybody was like, What the heck's going on here? You know, it's just you never saw anything like yeah, that. Yeah, dude, he went in. It was the like stands, a wrestling match or dude. something, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah. WWE and shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That was gnarly. Did you ever get into wrestling back in the day? Or? Hell yeah, dude. Like the attitude area. Stone right? Cold Steve Austin, man. That oh, was that was your guy. stuff. That was my era. Yeah. Yeah, Stone Cold and uh yeah, all those dudes. The Rock. Undertaker, the Rock. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Undertaker, yeah. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Val, Val Vader. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> Not Val Venus, dog. I didn't watch Val him. <laughs> Hello, ladies. It started out with the screw going in. <laughs> that was a cool character, a towel, bro. Dude. He'd come in with a towel. Oh, Remember he'd come in with a towel wrapped yeah. around his, his waist? Ladies. Yeah, dude. Remember? I remember him, dude. Remember Goldust? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gold dust was like in like silk, dude, silk gold, and he'd carry dust around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fixing dust. (laughs) Oh, that was a great era, the 90s, man. Yeah, dude. Attitude era. There was a, there was um, Mankind. Mankind. Mick Foley. Mick Foley, yeah. And the dude, what was his name? Dude. Dude Love. Dude Love. Dude Love. He was was all all three. All three of them. He was the same guy. Yeah, Mankind was ridiculous. Same wrestler. Oh, Mankind, dude. He did some, uh, wow, some Daredevil. Dude. I thought he died a couple times. I know, man. It was uh, was incredible. And then I remember Kane. Kane's the one I was thinking about. Kane. He was in the red, Undertaker's brother. Yeah. He was like burned alive. Yeah. That's what they said. <laughs> yeah. He was man, burned a lot. Some, uh, there's, a, there's a documentary called Beyond the Mat. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, my goodness. It, I've it, seen pieces of it, man. It's from 19, 1998, I want to say. Mm. Right? And they highlight a few, like Jake the Snake. Mm-hmm. The yeah. one that killed his wife and his kids. No, that was, that was Chris Jericho, I believe. Oh, yeah. I saw that behind that's the mat. That's a mat. different. That's another documentary. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, that was, that's yeah, it's so horrible, man. Yeah, that one's tough. But uh, but that beyond the mat, you know they they they, they feature John, uh, Jake the Snake, mm. you know, and I want to say Terry Funk, and it's kind of like a very ah, man. It's a point. It's very poignant for me because you know it's almost sad. Like you know, you see these guys are in the. I mean, you know, they're in the limelight for yeah. for X amount of years, you know, and then it's like they fall. They get addicted to that. To that that lifestyle, man. To the fame, to the to the, the, all drugs, the, the attention, dude. and then and when it's gone, it's like they don't know what to do with themselves, you know. Uh, so that's, that's one thing I noticed about that documentary. But and then you see it in other documentaries, like you know Ric Flair and oh my gosh, uh, Ric Flair snorting coke and just going <laughs> fuck wild, dude. It's crazy, man. These guys are just yeah, crazy fuck wild. And Hulk Hogan has the skin of a hot dog. Wild. That's <laughs> good. Oh man. <laughs> But I, in the in the eighties, man, man. Obviously, you were you were you were born in eighty eight. But growing up, man, they, we'd watch wrestling. You know, who were like the top heavy hitters then? Like back then, it was Big John Studd, Hulk Hogan, mm. Andre the Giant, mm. Tito Santana, Greg the Hammer Valentine. You know, Brutus Beefcake. You had uh, the Hillbillies. Uh, we had the Bushwhackers. The Bushwhackers came around <laughs> late eighties. I think that was late eighties. But I mean, dude, you can go back. Look at the. You can probably pull pull up uh, the first or second WrestleManias. Mm. You know, back in 84, 85. 80. Dude, those were those were spectacles, bro. Those those. Not that they're not now, but right. It was like the WrestleMania was like the. It was like the Super Bowl of of. It was just like a, this grand event. Mm. 
You know what I mean? It was, it was uh, that's what, that's the perspective I had when I was a kid. Like, holy shit, this is WrestleMania. This is the cream of the crop, the best matches, the, you know, uh, you know, the, the great, the best storylines, mm. the best fucking, uh, the culmination of all these different, you know, uh, all these different conflicts throughout. And then the main event, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, you had, Fucking part one was amazing. You had Mr. T out there with Hulk Hogan, and uh, and then you had King Kong Bundy. And, dude, that, no, that WrestleMania one is you got to check that out, man. Yeah, if you haven't seen that. And then King Kong Bundy had like a nine second match. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, believe it or not, he just threw the guy against the turnbuckle, and then he fell. And then uh, and then he splashed him. He didn't get hurt, maybe. No, I don't think it was. Hey, who knows? That might have been. Maybe. The, you or, know, they might have just, the guy might have hurt himself, and they said, "You know what? No, I can't go." Or he's like, "You know what? You ain't gonna pay me. All right, I'm gonna go out there, just flop, <laughs> just lay there like a fish, dude." <laughs> oh, he probably got paid. Huh? That was the end yeah, of his wrestling career, right it. there. Yeah, he it. left. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll take two hundred grand right yeah, here. Yeah, for Fuck sure. It. If that dog, you might have got paid like five hundred bucks back then, dude. <laughs> And some baby oil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they would have sent you home with some baby oil. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, I grew up watching wrestling for sure, man. That was, you know, that, that was uh, part of the, part of our, you know, and then you had video games and all that come into, you know, come into play. Nintendo was yeah. big, you know, Atari. Atari. But, My parents I'm, still have an Atari. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's old school, man. That yeah. is old school right there. It's, you know. And you know the graphics, yeah. You know, you know, we played Pac-Man. Pac-Man was big on Atari. You know, you had all these <laughs> the other little ga- games that went like that. Yeah, you had the stick figures. What was and it like t- tennis or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah, that was part of my childhood, man. That was part of the the eighties, man. The eighty, I love the eighties, man. That's the thing. I, I I grew up in a cool time, man, because. I got to see the '80s. I got to see a lot of the '80s, man. Because mm. I was a kid, but yet I was I was into freaking yeah. uh, U2 and Depeche Mode and The Cure and uh, Cyndi Lauper and Madonna was co- just barely coming of age. You know, you had all these different artists, man. You know, Tears for Fears. It was just an educational experience, bro. Really, growing up in that era. Oh yeah, <laughs> if you like music, it was a free for all, bro. Was, really? and then you had the heavy metal. You had rock you know you had oldies you had r&b you had michael the jackson rap. the birth Prince, of rap came in in rap. the 80s everything bro everything and it was just a beautiful place to beautiful mm. time to be and then they, and then it seemed like and then everything went into the 90s and it just seemed to get better man it yeah. seemed to get better it really did and with all those different genres and everything just evolved at least for me anyways you know but uh but the 80s were special man a special time you had all these different movies that came out classic movies you know, it was just a it was just a cool era, man. It really was, you know. Yeah. They don't talk about cars though. 80s cars. Yeah, that I, I, you know what that's that's kind of I think uh one of the weaknesses of the 80s. <laughs> the 80s <laughs> yeah. cars. Yeah. They they have, like, I mean, the the vet, uh, uh, Corvettes came out. Those I, I like the oh, yeah. 80s vets. I don't know anything about But back then you either. had those big fucking uh boats. The, the boats, yeah, you Continentals. had the Huh? Continental. The Lincoln Con- yeah. yeah, they, they had the Econoline vans. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you didn't have these these minivans, you know. You had those, you had those, you had this big state. We had station wagons, you know, mm. when I was a kid. You had those station wagons, you had the uh, 
that was like the cool minivan was the station wagon right yeah exactly man yeah that's a trip i still remember like my one my aunt had like an 81 uh it was not a continental gosh darn it um it was it was monte carlo Mm. monte carlo those are sick yeah those are cool man and then another friend's mom had a the Cadillac Eldorado, clean, oh, bro. This is like this man. is like eighty five, eighty five, bro. They don't even know what they have. Yeah, you I know? know, like if they could see forty years down the line. <sighs> oh man, clean Eldorado, bro. <sighs> That's and, tight. Yeah, it was it was nice, man. Those are cool cool cars, you know. Um, but it, you know, and then back then you had the ATCs, you had the three wheelers, you had the mm. dune buggies, you had. Three wheelers. They don't make those anymore. Nah, man. Those are dangerous, man. <laughs> those Jeez, are dangerous, fuck. dude. Whoever made them just was like, we're going to just destroy kids on this bike. I remember, but they were fun as hell, man. Oh. Three wheelers were fun. You go two wheel motion, get that back wheel up. <laughs> Ooh, baby, man. You were riding right. Yeah. No, and then now, man, have you seen these razors and these, uh, uh, the Honda? Oh, my God. Honda has one. Really? Yeah, you haven't seen these buggies? Mm-mm. They're they're called they're, they're they they go they they make them in two or four seaters. I think they might even do single seaters, but generally two and four. They're just little. They're just doom buggies, basically. They're more compact. Really? And they're 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 powerful, man. They're super cool. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen these? No. Check them out, man. Yeah. Honda makes one. Uh, gosh darn it! I'm forget the name of it, man. Honda. I don't remember. Is it like those? Um, I can't remember the name either. I forgot what they are. Which one? I don't know. Um, but listen, man, I, I'm really glad to have you on here. I really want to have you again. You are more than welcome to come on the show. Um, I'm really, I'm really glad you came, bro. I really am. I think we had a good time. I think we got a lot of great content for sure. Oh, dude. No, thank you, Rudy. I appreciate it, man. I finally got in the House of Rudy podcast. Are you kidding me, man? The pleasure is all mine. It was an honor, man. You got to get, we got to get you on. Yeah, dude. That's just, that's a done deal. I mean, we'll just, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. But no, man, thank you, man, for taking the time for allowing me to come in here. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun, man. We got to do this again. Yeah. And and, uh, for everyone watching right now, where can they follow you? Where can they, they pick up new episodes of Profile Pod TV? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You can check me out. Follow me on on Instagram at ProfilePotTV underscore. From there, you can go to the homepage and link up in the link tree has a link to every single platform that I'm on. The ProfilePotTV is on. And uh, you can link up with, uh, uh, you know, on the Instagram page, obviously the Instagram, the Clubhouse, the Twitter, the the YouTube channel, ProfilePotTV. It's all there, man. Check us out. It's a interesting podcast with it's real special guests, inspiring the human spirit, doing stuff that is inspirational, motivational, and just, you know, I'm getting really great people on there to again to 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 teach us and to educate us on all, on all walks of life. You know, whether you're a podcaster, whether you're uh you know, uh, an entrepreneur, small business owner, musician, if you're you know, Crossing the Atlantic on on uh, on on a freaking raft. I want to talk to you. So check us out, Profile Pod TV. I'm Double A. Thank you so much, man, Rudy. Appreciate it. Oh, shit. Of course, man. No problem.
thank you for being on bro for real though bro no, thank no, you no. i really appreciate it man absolutely man anytime of course Woo. Mm. shit dude i spilled beer bro